Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, ready to walk through this week's news. Our front page has a beautiful group of pictures by Michael Koff capturing a moving ceremony in New Scotland this past weekend. This man here, Don Miller, has befriended this man, Art Hamilton, having been on an honor flight with him where veterans are flown to see their monument in Washington, D.C. And Art Hamilton was a young man in the Navy who was part of the D-Day invasion in France. And Don Miller took it upon himself to buy this banner and have the Patriot Guard riders, of which he was a captain for this, to ride right past Art Hamilton's house on New Scotland Road and stop for a ceremony at the town hall where his banner was unveiled. Our lead story is by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer. It's looking at a Second arrest in a year of two Chinese women, different women, different massage parlor in Gilderland on Route 20. And it's being handled very differently than the case a year ago. The editorial this week is topped by a stunning illustration by Carol Coogan, where money is seen to be important as School, empty school lunch trays are filled with sugar and salt as children look on. The editorial, Fixing Lunch, Healthy Meal to Build a Healthy Nation, takes off of last week's front page story by H. Rose Schneider, where she considered what's happening with the Burn Knox Westerlo lunches. We looked at the importance of nutrition overall and urged parents to check the United States Department of Agriculture website for ideas on healthy eating because a recent study published in the journal Pediatrics shows that the vast majority of preschool kids don't eat greens, only 8%. Most of them get their vegetables in the form of french fries. School lunches had been a counterweight to this. Under the Obama administration, there was an initiative that um, required whole grains, for example, and other healthy measures. It was unpopular in some schools. Voorheesville quit their school lunch program for a while. Kids were throwing out the fruits. And um, finally, it was catching on because it takes kids a while to learn how to eat and enjoy healthy Eating And now there are some changes, some rollbacks to those requirements, and we're hoping to stop that before it goes further because it's healthy for all of us if kids are well-fed. We have a letter this week from Assemblymember Patricia Fahey, who is responding to our editorial last week, and she points out she was the only upstate assembly member to not block the New York City fees for plastic bags, and she has some very convincing arguments on why it's important for us to deal with this problem. We have a letter from Victoria Plotsky, who is challenging Daryl Duncan in um, a legislative race for the district that's partly in New Scotland, partly in Bethlehem. Her signs have been stolen. This is a reprehensible thing to do. Uh, we don't know who's doing it. 
Daryl Duncan has a supporter, Bob Prentice, writing about um, his virtues in the time since he's been appointed in January in that seat. We have a letter from Marilyn Miles with the Clarksville Historical Association, and a speaker will be telling first-hand accounts, well, maybe third-generation accounts, her great-grandparents, Bonnie Minion, is is the speaker, Mion is the speaker, and her great-grandparents were friends with Susan B. Anthony, and she's going to tell tales about how women really won the right to vote. This letter from Gloria White in Altamont, she's our across-the-street neighbor on Maple Avenue, made us very sad because we love watching Gloria's gardens, which she tends so carefully with her gnomes, and someone has stolen the solar light from her gnome. We hope they read this and return it. Two letters from school superintendents this week about the tax rate. Marie Wiles writes from Gilderland saying how there will be a delay that is of no fault of the school district or board. Brian Hunt writes from Voorheesville about a hike for Gilderland residents in the Voorheesville school district of about 12%. Well, New Scotland residents, the bulk of those in the district, will have a decrease of 2%. This is of no doing to the school. It's because the state set equalization rate is trying to balance out what's happening in Gilderland with assessments since they are outdated. Um, community Caregivers writes this week about aging in community, the village movement, and there will be a speaker on this. And the idea is people <clears throat> stay in place in their homes with services provided to them in an organization. We have a letter from Emily Vincent in Bern who did research, which we have linked to on our website. And she is convinced that the consolidation of the Bern Highway Department with the County Department of Public Works would save money in the long run and be a good thing for the town. She's impressed with the tax rate decreasing in Bern. The old men of the mountain are writing about ships colliding, and John Williams has some thoughts on the price of everything going up with some interesting anecdotes from the past. A stellar piece from Mike Nardacci on his personal account of watching the solar eclipse recently, and he describes both what was happening around him, as well as comments he overheard and straightened out, as well as a scientific description. For instance, this is called the diamond ring effect, and it comes from sunlight streaming through a valley between mountain peaks on the moon before, you know, just as the first light comes through during the eclipse. And we have Beulah, our mascot, with her eclipse glasses. Don't let prejudice eclipse the news. See the bright edge of truth in the enterprise. We have an invitation from Pat Lightbody and the Knox Women's Auxiliary to join in their memorial for 9-11. And we have an invitation from trustee... Madeline Lapine, Madeline LaMountain of Altamont, who last year organized the first fall festival for the village and is at it again with new innovations. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer took some moving pictures of a ceremony that ended the poker run in Altamont. The American Legion riders, their leader, Steve Oliver, was honored with a patch 
It was described as like our Medal of Honor. And two other recipients came to honor him. And Polly Miller sent in a huge, long 20-page dissertation explaining why he deserved this honor. The rest of Elizabeth's front page story shows the Chinese Wellness Center, which is still open on Western Avenue in Gilderland and properly licensed, as well as the two women who were arrested, and one of them now faces deportation. The arrest that was similar in a different parlor on Route 20 a year ago um, had the sheriff, Albany County Sheriff um, Apple, <laughs> counseling that these women who are victims of human trafficking should be helped and counseled. We have Michael Koff pictures who attended again in Tawasentha Park the annual Brain Injury Awareness Day and Victoria Purcell is performing with a group called the Brain Waves. Julie Hart spoke about the importance of giving a voice to those with brain injuries. She was the keynote speaker and Eric Mitchell who works at Living Resources, was having a nice conversation. Elizabeth has another story about Patricia Dudley, and she will be in Gilderland Town Court tonight following up on that. Dudley told police, they say, that she was trying to hurt her husband when she ran into a telephone pole and splintered it. You can see a bit of it in the air. He was a passenger in her car. She then went on other residential streets, ran over a stop sign and almost into a house, and was, according to police, on antipsychotic prescription drugs at the time. Blotter arrest as usual. A reminder to New York State residents, back to school shopping. There are tax breaks in place all year. A lemonade stand had a mission last Friday. I walked down the street to take some pictures, and these kids, one of their grandfathers has Alzheimer's, and they were selling fresh vegetables grown around the corner and home-baked cookies and lemonade to raise funds for that. And it's part of a larger project by this girl and her sister, Sadie and Lizzie's Lemonade Kids, and their father, Troy Miller, who owns the real estate agency CM Fox, is willing to match any of these lemonade stand for contributions by $200 to contribute to charity. Mildred Ellie is celebrating its centennial and looking for its oldest living graduate. Another story of a splintered telephone pole, no charges this time. The woman had fallen asleep at the wheel and... Um, it seems it had survived. Uh, Elizabeth also wrote about um, Larned and Sons' long-awaited plan to move Stitt Road. This will allow them to mine further where that current road is, also fix the condition of the road. Our back-to-school issue with a wonderful picture by Michael Koff at the University of Albany, and we take you from nursery to university. And the nursery is at the center where Annie Cosgrove has opened in Altamont a new preschool where she, after decades of teaching, felt that there was too much emphasis with No Child Left Behind on workbook-type learning and is a proponent of the 
Reggio Emilia approach. That's a city in Italy where after World War II, they wanted to make the world a better place and thought kids learned best if they explored and saw the wonder, for instance, in these monarch chrysalises. They play with color and light to learn about uh, science. They have a special area that can be a kitchen, can be a bear's cave, can be whatever they want it to be. Then we go to K through 12 with Elizabeth Floyd Mayer. She took a look at our area schools. And while Gildernet has become much more diverse in recent years, and you can see that clearly in this recent picture at Farnsworth Middle School releasing monarch butterflies, the staff still remains largely white, and two national experts talk to Elizabeth, David Johns and Dr. Dr. Ivory Tolman, about how this is a nationwide pro problem um, across the country. All in all, the minorities are the majority students, and the teachers have not kept up with that. Going further, we have... Beulah, and we're urging to paper train your graduates. When your son or daughter is off at college, it's like a letter from home, and they can keep up with news. There's now a way to sh go back to school shopping without leaving your home with online lists where things can be ordered, and our, most of our area schools are participating. Comments are being sought right now on federal regulations on education. So those of you that are complaining, here's your chance to be heard. Um, this is about a walk to raise consciousness as people go back to school about kids who have food allergies and how serious that can be. Lots of events going on in our area, and we take special note of a wedding, Andy Cole and Aaron Urban, and we wish them a happily ever after. And we conclude our back-to-school section with the university part. Rose has taken a look at how the new Excelsior Scholarship has affected admission locally at the University of Albany. Elizabeth has looked, coming up on... September 12th are the primaries, and she has examined in Gilderland which candidates are running for what. And in shorthand, the Democratic incumbents have been endorsed by the conservative and independence parties. Eagle Scout Bryson Gibson has built a library in the park in Voorheesville and had a lot of help. Talking to him, we discovered that he will be going on a two-year mission trip somewhere in the world, and he promised to email us so we might be able to fill you in on that. We find that very exciting. Classified ads, everything you need. Libraries are winding down their summer programs. This was a Bethlehem celebration for all those in the community that helped and many other activities going on, which you can peruse at your leisure. Senior news, lots happening in the hill towns and in Gilderland. Obituaries, we sadly had quite a few this week. Dick Spohr will be well remembered as a Gilderland coach and physical education teacher. Shirley Ward led scouts, taught Sunday school, and ran a store with her husband. Joseph Mangano was a veteran and science teacher who developed a learning center approach for adult literacy that was copied worldwide. 
And Linda Hodges is very well known in the Hilltown. She lives in Voorheesville, but she did so much volunteer work with the Helderberg Senior Meal Program, as well as the fire department in Knox. And Joan Nicey, who lived in Gilderland, was a church-going woman who worked for 43 years at the Department of Motor Vehicles. She traveled with her husband and collected refrigerator magnets from all the places that they went. Following our legal notices, we have some concluding sports news. The final leg of the Triple Crown was run in Altamont this past weekend. The winner was Chuck Terry, and a familiar face is Courtney Tedeschi with a new last name because she's married, but she still won the race. And this was a very interesting racer, pushing a little girl and a baby. Um, there was a ballsy battle for soccer, Gilderland against Troy, which Gilderland won in a very physical game. Close game as well in Voorheesville, but Voorheesville lost to Ichabod Crane. And last but not least, we have the Gilderland tennis team, which is off to a great start. Very young team, but so far they're 2-0, and we wish them the best. Have a good week.